Okay, so Michigan played Ohio State this weekend. The game. Do you have anybody in your life that always ruins scores for you? That no. always so like literally. But I my, have been known to ruin a score. Or two. My anytime yeah. I call my mom, she will always. She opened the call on Saturday when I called her after East Grand Forks Delano. She goes, "Hey, it's a good day. Ohio State lost," and I was like. Mm. Why? <laughs> like, why see, were you going to record? Not the thing I, 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 had, it, I yeah. had it recorded. Why? Yeah. How yeah. can you can't go through the the game's at eleven? Because there's no right. way you could go until ten o'clock. This is not a reasonable expectation, Daddy. Film. No, Agreed. no. But you're just saying it was your mom. So you want to get your mom on the show, basically? No, yeah. no. I record yeah. Nebraska games and I record big college football games, and I watch them later. Well, there's no way you can escape the result of Ohio State Michigan. Yeah, I well, I, first... I cannot do tape delay sports. I like I, I just I'm just gonna look at the score. I don't care. Maybe maybe I'll go back and watch something later. But I just cannot live I, in. I'm the with dark. you on that. I agree with yeah. you on that. But and I and I and I'm not gonna sit there and baby somebody who wants to not know the Ohio State Michigan score. It's an 11 o'clock yeah. game. If it's 2:30, I'll give you this. If it's a 2:30 game, and you want to get home at five and start watching the game i would respect that but you're gonna wait till 10 o'clock that night i mean this was there's no way there's no way you can live without someone not i I just would appreciate like hey did you see the ohio state score not to open up and just go hammer down okay got it or or the guy who's got record no i would just politely crack me up like give me a break no brad did it to me on friday Soderbergh did it to me on Friday. He's like, oh, you're Huskers. And it was like, I've been <laughs> at rinks. I haven't been watching college football. Yeah, it's a bummer. Yeah, bummer. I know. So we okay. saw poor, not, poor just, Danny. not just football, but there was some great hockey as well. Can't wait to get to talk about that. I say we hit it. Good evening, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to the Boys High School Rink of Fire podcast. Tonight's pod is sponsored by Jack's Cafe. Three generations of great food for any special occasion. The Red and Black League, the largest boys and girls high school league in Minnesota. And Summit Orthopedics, 11 locations throughout the Twin Cities and specialists ready to treat any sports injury. And now, here's Danny, Carl, and Tony. Is a burning thing, and it makes a fiery ring bound by wild desire. I fell into a ring of fire. Well, fellas, how are you guys doing tonight? Doing good, doing good. Yeah, we, we had hockey. How can you not be good? I had a lot of hockey. I had a lot of hockey. <laughs> I, I, I saw I saw your state on Saturday, Tony. It was it was not the best I've ever seen you. No, it was not pretty. We had to reschedule thirty one games of thirty one youth hockey games while the tournament was happening with all twenty eight teams on multiple occasions. Uh, it was not a fun weekend on the youth scene. Um, that said, like a wedding. Not many really even noticed it, and uh, we had a great Sunday today, and two champions crowned, and 
Who won? Setting. Uh, Woodbury won the bees and okay. Edina. Edina. Beat Edina. Edina beat Edina, but it was Edina yep. White who wore their green jerseys and Edina Green who wore <laughs> the. the yeah, oh, no. Yeah. 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 They oh. refused. One of the teams refused to acquiesce to just keep their normal colors for the game. And uh, I, I of was, course, that, was that Tommy Higgins' team? Uh, no, no. No. Okay. Yeah. I mocked. Somebody, I don't even know who I was mocking. Believe it or not, I was like, every time they get the puck, Edina Green has the Edina Green, who's wearing white, has the puck. You know, what I mean, I like the entire game. I just kept referring to them, who's wearing what color, the entire time. Well, but. if you don't do that, you're like reading I, one of those things that it's like a blue letter, but it says red or it, something like that. Totally. So like, yeah, like yeah. I, I was kind of doing it to be facetious in a way, but after the first period, I looked at Greg, and I'm like, I kind of have to tell them this. Because it's confusing, yeah. Even for the viewer, not just the guy who's calling it, but the viewer too is like, "Ooh, who's got it now?" You know. Well, yeah. Just so. imagine Ethel in, in you know Arizona trying to follow. That's if you don't my point. Say that. The Palm Springs lady is like <laughs> on her iPad. Yeah, I agree. That's who I was kind of. Yeah. That's uh, our audience half the time. Palm Springs lady's got an iPad now. That's, oh, I'll never forget Luke Lohite's grandma. <laughs> Steve would have to go over every game. I did oh, two yeah, or three of their games. I was like, okay, oh, where no. does grandma go? And Steve would pull out the iPad and go, top of the page. It's all she's got to do is nudge the little link right so here. Just we have that rectangular nudge. bar on the top of the home page oh, for every one of our games. Just nudge that bar, and that'll take it right to YouTube, and bang, it's on. Okay, all right, we're good. We're good. So. <laughs> I mean, l- later in this show, our viewers will will see Jason Chagabe, and it did take him, you know, a good – 20 minutes to figure out how to get his audio to work too. Yes. So it's not just grandma and Palm Springs. No, it is not. It is definitely not. So we start the show with news, Carl. You're the news director here at YHH. Let's hear what's out there. Yeah. A few news nuggets for this week. Uh, first off, you had Friday night ice. And so that seems like it went off a little better than the youth tournament <laughs> yeah, this weekend. The youth tournament, yeah. Again, much like, much like the youth tournament, it was kind of like a wedding. I mean, if you watched it on, uh, on TV or on your phone or however you take in YouTube, you probably saw a really nice broadcast with 30 minute pregame show with some, um, with some stories about Mike Grandolf and a story about Creighton and the streak, which were both, you know, <laughs> continued. Um, Allie Mosley did a great job of teeing me up for the pregame show. Uh, we had commercials and TV ice scrapers, ice scrapers, and a great interview with Owen Nye, Jack Nye's little brother, who's just knocked it out of the park. I posted the little bit there, and I told you about it. I asked him. He he brought up Matt Gleason because Jack and and Matt played together back for Highland and. And I said, well, Robbie Stucker's probably watching back in Vermont. You want to say anything to Robbie? Because he's another neighborhood kid. And he goes, Robbie, you should have went to Creighton. Had you come to Creighton, <laughs> we would have had a dynasty here. You could have brought the Christie brothers and your brothers. Or we could have done, you know, it was just the funniest interview. It was fantastic. It was a fun night. Um, I only forgot to do one thing. It was one of my interviews. I had to literally sprint the hallway to get there on time. But for the most part, I think everything went off as planned. And um, I'm excited to make it even better on January 6th up in Duluth. So Yeah, shots could have been counted better, I felt. I thought so, too. I thought yeah. they were a little stingy. Mm-hmm. Those guys are stingy in yeah. the box. But, yeah. uh, the music was half-assed. It, was yeah. it wasn't very good. It <laughs> definitely wasn't any good at all. So. So I, uh, overall, I would say about a 9.5 out of 10, considering it was our first run at it. <laughs> um, what else? All right. 
That's good. Uh, we have one commitment of note this week. So Joey Del Greco, former Grand Rapids Thunderhawk and Mr. Hockey finalist a season ago, is committed to one of the newest D1 universities, Augustana. Which is great. The Hunter Bischoff is committed there as well. So they yeah. got a little pipeline going there between Grand Rapids and Augustana, which is interesting. I was talking to some guys about this last night. They have one or two commits that are 0-2 kids. Svendahl is one of them who's not even playing hockey this year. He's just yeah. attending school because he's out of junior eligibility. Yeah. So I don't know what he's doing down in Sioux Falls, maybe just shooting pucks or something. I don't know. But an they have a club team? Yeah, yeah <laughs> I have no idea. But Can anyway. Raboyne interact with him? That's a weird That's a question. question. I yeah. think he can. I mean, they're students at the school. Since they're a student, they should be able to interact with a yeah. coach. I, yeah. I don't know what. I don't yep. know what the rules are. That's yeah, a good that's question. interesting. I plan on interviewing Garrett at some point, but I think I want to do it on site when the the arena gets up and running. That's kind of the plan. So, sure. all right. All right. Well, we also got a couple status updates. A couple of big players who are missing in action in the first week of the season, uh, including a couple of teams who played each other. So, um, uh, uh, Jack Nevers from Edina is still. On the shelf? Yeah, he suffered an injury yeah. in a preseason scrimmage against Wyzetta, and I know that it wasn't as bad as it looked because I think a stretcher might have been used uh, during yeah. that game. Uh, but I, I hear he's expected back before the first of the year, so we might see him at the uh, tradition, either one of the tradition events. What, <laughs> are, they, what do they call the the holiday classic they Edina, tradition, yeah tradition now it's probably classic yeah. and ours is called the tradition uh invitational so there's a lot of tradition in our holiday tournaments and you wanted to say hockey goodness, for life there and thank goodness there is because they were a big part of why the friday night ice was even off the ground thanks to jake ennebeck and everybody over at tradition for their support yeah and, and then the, the other player who who we need to put on a, on a milk carton to figure out where he is, is, is Landon Gunderson. That's a fantastic way to state it, Carl, is because he's not in Madison uh, playing right oh. now. And I've heard he has a, like, like a lower body injury, but I don't know how long he's going to be out. I don't think that either team, Maple Grove or Madison, knows what his status is going to be, but he is signed up for Maple Grove Hockey. He is on the roster. He is a captain for Maple Grove. One must assume that he's going to play high school hockey, but I wouldn't put it in the – I would still put it in the 70 to 80% he'll be playing for Maple Grove when he returns from injury. But anybody, it's anybody's guess at this point. All right. Then final update we have here, you know, our ongoing effort to catalog every single trophy game or fun uh, stick that comes with a certain rivalry. We have one more to add to the list this Love week. Love it. You know, that Detroit Lakes and Fergus Falls will be playing for the stick this the week. Big stick, I think it was, wasn't it? Big, oh, it's a big stick. It's a big stick. It's so not just an average softly stick. softly and okay. carry a big carry stick. A big yes. Stick. Is it, is it yes. a hockey stick? Is it a I don't know. Shillelagh? Yeah. A jeweled one? <laughs> yeah. Did you guys see, speaking of Detroit Lakes, did you see the video that got released by them pumping them up for this year? No. no. Holy cow. It's like better than D1. Really? Oh, my God. It's unbelievable. <laughs> you would think you were like watching like an NHL team or North Dakota quality uh, wow. pump-up video. They sent it to me. I was like, this is great. I'm like, I'll post it. And then I found it on the on Twitter or something and posted it. The guy who made it is 
you know, like Jazzy, as good as Jazzy. I mean, wow. phenomenal job. Okay. So, okay. I mean, I'm like, wait, I just got done watching Detroit Lakes. You know, not that it's a bad team, but, I mean, this was D1. It made, it made him look like a D1 team. It's hmm. pretty good. Okay. Pretty good stuff. All right. So I think that's all we got for News and Nuggets. So next we'll roll into the Jack's Cafe, double A and A top 10. Did someone say Jack's Cafe? Did you hear that? I heard that. I, I did. Heard that. I, I did. I mean, literally, when you hear Jack's Cafe, do you get kind of like like the, the yeah, I get taste hungry. buds going? I get hungry. Mm-hmm. Did you see their Christmas display that's in the backyard? Yeah, it was like like um, Rudolph. Rudolph. And, uh, in the whole. Landed just in time. Yeah. That looks awesome. I know. The, the whole place. Did he come bearing just, steak? Probably. <laughs> probably. I mean, this place is just full class. I can't wait to get back there soon. We're going to be recording a show there. Yeah. I, mm. I, I think we got to do it before Christmas, don't we? Sure. Yeah. I, we will record a show there. When will Carl be in the Twin Cities next? March? <laughs> yeah. That might be the answer. That's why I love this. I love this. Uh, we had the later on in the show, we will have a really good interview with Jason Shagabay, and he will make some great facial expressions when we ask him questions like, Who do you play this week? He had no idea. No. He shows up Absolutely one skate at a time. Hilarious. Yep. Absolutely one shift at a time. You know, that's what you're so, supposed to do, right? Yeah. You know? Uh, so shout out to Jack's Cafe for their sponsorship of the show. Check them out, jackscafe.com. They had a flash sale last week for uh, holiday gift cards. I'm sure they'll have more coming yep. up on that. Uh, they have uh, a bunch of great stuff. But the thing I would love to push most in our time with these guys this year is get yourself a banquet. If you're going to have a banquet this year, and a really classy one, I'm calling out teams each week. I'm saying Maple Grove, let's do it, right? Totino Grace, let's do it. Andover, let's do it. Centennial, let's do it. You know, these are close enough to Jack's Cafe where you should class up your your uh, end of your banquet and do it at Jack's Cafe this year. There's a ton of parking. They have a parking lot right across the street. It's yeah. awesome. Lakeville South, really it good. is not. Yeah. Lakeville <laughs> South has theirs at Chuck E. Cheese. Right? Yeah. Where, yeah. Where is it, Kayla? Uh-oh. She's coming at me. I already told oh, you. Oh, brackets crossing. Yep. Come uh, on. Anyone could do that. Yeah. Let's, let's, country let's clubs are old. Not as good let's as go. Jack's. They are. I mean, uh, they country clubs are trash compared, yeah. to, compared yeah. to this. I'm serious. I've had country club food before. It's I don't want to go back to country it's club garbage. food. You know, it's, it's, it's a level above Chuck E. Cheese, but it's not Jack's Cafe. Yeah. yeah. Up your game. Up your game. All right. Top let's 10. Let's hear it. Top 10. All right, we'll start with double A, which we should add an immediate disclaimer. This is not my top 10. I don't do a top 10 ever this first weekend. I like a few not more results before 10. I you know the best do my part thing, about, so I take no responsibility. That's great. You, you know the yeah. best part about this show is all the editing skills we have now, we're taking it all out. It's going to yeah. come in as, Carl, stop, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10. And then you said <laughs> responsibility like five times, so that's going to be really easy to <laughs> My responsibility, yeah. my responsibility. <laughs> all me, 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 my rankings, my rankings. Cloquet, cloquet, cloquet. Okay, go right. Carl. Sorry. The actual number one is Minnetonka. I, I, that's what I put. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. You agree with that one? Yeah, based okay. on the results this week, definitely. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Okay. All right. Thanks. Okay. All right. This sure. next one was for you, Carl. This Should one be. next one I, was for I love you. It. Why is that? I right. really love it. Yeah. Why is that? Why is that uh, yeah. They earned it. They won the turkey trot. Yeah. It's like you should. If you win the turkey trot, 
It should be like an automatic rankings. You're number one. It's the it was the twentieth annual turkey oh, trot. Great. Oh, I also won trivia at the turkey trot. How? Yeah. <laughs> they they what is it? C what's CCX or whatever? Yeah, yeah. They were asking questions yeah. between periods, and you know, I got fifty dollars to Simonson Salon and Spa. How? Because I answered the question. What was the question? Let's see if I get Share it right. the question. Okay. Other than the three teams that you know have played in the turkey trot, so Edina, Maple Grove. <clears throat> Holy Family. Holy Who family, was in the yeah. first turkey trot? Oof. Not Holy Family. Yeah. It wasn't Holy Family. Hmm. I have no idea. I would. It's an 8AA team. I would have thought Elk River. Elk. Elk. Yeah. They're in the Lake Conference. Buffalo. Buffalo. Hmm. Yeah. Yeah, and that's wow. $50, the Simonson Spa How, and where Salon. Where do you, like, do you go running up to the deal? I raised my hand, and they pointed up to me, and I yelled, Buffalo! And, you know, <laughs> that's what they gave me. Awesome. I had awesome. a choice of that or, like, a string backpack. So, you know, somebody's going to. Um, yeah. <laughs> Good choice. Yeah. You made Good the choice. right choice. <laughs> All right. Uh, so, two is Yzeta, yes. three, I don't remember. I, this is, I don't have it in front of me now. These are your rankings. I did these this <laughs> morning. Three. Rogers. Yep, kept them. They're okay. idle. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Number four, Lakeville South. That was a keep, too, I think, right? Yeah. Or four yeah. or five, I don't remember. You're a little, little shaky on that one after the result this week, but yep, we'll I see. So. Um, but they didn't lose. Five. Right. Right. Five did lose, Maple Grove. Yeah, yeah, I'm a little bit shaky on them. Yep. But I didn't think they were outside. Especially on how it happened. Yeah. yeah. Yep. But okay. we'll get there. Six, Andover. I think that's about We'll, we'll talk right. about Andover. I think it's about right. Yeah, I do too. Okay. Seven is Benilde with yep. Idle. Yep. You could flip-flop those two in my book too. Yep. But I can't yep. take team one to seven. Yeah, I get that. I get All right. that. Number eight is Moorhead. Yeah, I like them a lot. Really? Yeah. And they got their win, yeah. so you can't drop them mm-hmm. out of the top ten. Yeah, like they I got like a, them. They got a dub. All right. Mm-hmm. Number nine, uh, new addition to our top ten, St. Thomas Academy. Would you have had them in the top ten with two decent wins? Yep. And they were near I, the I liked top what ten. I saw from yep. SCA. Yep. Yeah. So I, I would, they really were had to be in. And then ten, it was just literally – yeah, I, and I'll give full disclaimer. Uh, I've heard a lot of good things about Eden Prairie in the off-season scrimmage Same. circuit. So, mm-hmm. and they were probably twelve or thirteen or fourteen. So I had to move somebody. So it was down to it was down to it was down to White Bear, and I know they beat East and, and Hibbing, but that doesn't really move the needle mm-hmm. for me. Uh, that doesn't mean I don't like White Bear, but I've heard. I, I think I just put Eden Prairie in there. We could have put um, Hill Marie in there. We could have put White Bear in there. I just went with these guys, and like if I didn't, if I didn't put Eden Prairie, I would have put Hill Marie. Fair enough. So Eden Prairie, on the strength of that zero games they played, has risen into the top ten. Correct. And, well, and the only other you have listed here is is Eastview, who had a strong week. They did. Um, we'll mm-hmm. get to Eastview in a bit. I'm really excited All about right. Eastview. Really well, excited. Uh, are we ready? Well, before go that, ahead, Danny. yeah, I was just I was going to try to tee that up, Carl. Before that, um, let's go to our Red Black League coach interview. Red Black League, Tony. Aren't we going to do Class A? Oh yeah, maybe. 
Okay, I'm gonna sign <laughs> off now too. <laughs> that was my call. Yeah, that's all right. All right. Speaking let's of, let's do our class A rankings. Right, let's hear class A from courtesy of class A guy. You know what though? I don't think he changed much. Like he, like I really? think he went chalk. I don't think he changed much. He for sure didn't ch- change the top one. You know? Nope. Number one is still Hermantown, which yep. has not played yet. Okay, yep. he can sign off now. Yeah, he's done. <laughs> he's done. Two. Warroad. Warroad. All right. So I roasted him. What was that? Saturday morning when I roasted him. Yeah. So I roasted him Saturday yeah. morning. And you know, I don't know the guy that well, right? So I'm like, I don't yeah, want to roast him too hard, yeah, right? It's hard but to now, boom roast. right? But now he kind of earned another show roasting, didn't he? Like, like if he, if you need more than 280 characters to dis, to, to to defend yourself, is there some guilt there? I mean, like, isn't that like you know when they you don't need a thread? You know the to... interrogation. When you interrogate somebody, the more they talk, the more yeah. trouble they get into. Yeah. This guy had like three strings about the war road. It was a thread. A, a thread. Yeah. One X, right? <laughs> yeah. Like one, one two, slash three, four. X. Yeah. I mean, uh, Eric, come on. Give it up. You know you're wrong. You know war road's number Just one. Just admit it. Just admit it. Just admit That's it. All we, we'll read them next week, and we just will be pleasantly happy right. when right. war road is back at number one. Correct. Correct. Okay. Three? Number three, Matamidai. Yeah, they had deserved. a good, yeah, they had a good deserved. week. Mm-hmm. Yep. Four. Number four is East Grand Forks. I'm not as sold on that, but. That lost to Gentry is. Who's five? Mm. Who's five? Five is Orono. Orono. And we'll know more about, yeah, by next yeah. Sunday, we're going to know okay. all we need yeah. to know about yeah. Orono. Yeah, they haven't played yet. Right. Yeah. Six also has not played yet, Alexandria. I was going to say Alex, yeah. And we'll know a lot about them and, through the Orono game. Yes. Seven. Number seven is Delano. No. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. <laughs> I can find another team that's seven. I can find another team in 2A that's better. Yeah, probably Providence. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Well, hold that thought. But first, number eight is Northfield. <laughs> I think yep. Northfield should be higher based on their weekend. But. Okay. And what did, uh, what, do we get? Do we get a Mankato East score this weekend? Because I didn't. Uh, never, I never played, got a Mankato East. They Woodbury played score. Egan and lost six to one. So I didn't note that because it, what does did that we, tell you? Did they play Woodbury though? Oh, maybe it was Woodbury and they might have played Egan. I have no idea. Yeah. I, I'm just curious to see how they did. Yeah, I can look that up. Number nine is is your two A team, Danny Providence mm-hmm. Academy. Prov or Providence Academy, as it's written in this. Uh, little a text I have here. Didn't go to the academy, whoever wrote that. Um, so and they they lost to Woodbury. <laughs> Am I is my spelling being questioned here? Um they sure lost, is. they lost what to Woodbury um four to two yeah, and I did Egan five to one. Sorry. So um what was that? Woodbury four to two, Egan five to one. They yeah. lost both games lost to double A teams. So doesn't this was also a tournament? It looks like. Yeah, <laughs> it was the Woodbury tournament, oh, Thanksgiving yeah. tournament. That's all. Okay, M Health Fairview Sports Center. All right. And number ten is St. Cloud Cathedral. Yeah. Yeah. I, yeah. Nah. I'm yeah. Not, sure. I'm, I don't know enough. Of, I agree. There's not enough data, but world. it's fun to talk about them. It's fun to put yeah. some teams in rankings. Okay. Okay, right. Tony. Danny, you, you practiced that transition, so yeah, now, now go for it. Hey, Tony, have you heard about the Red Black League? It's fantastic, Danny. <laughs> Thanks for asking. Hey, why don't you tell me more? <laughs> uh, Red and Black League is a great spring 
and fall league for off-season kids who want to just get more games, get some more action, uh, maybe play a multi-sports type thing where you're going to play a spring sport, baseball, or in the fall you play soccer. Great way to get that in. Um, great way to meet new players uh, from other teams. Just a great way to just keep building your skill uh, without having to make a giant investment in time. So check out the Red Black Leagues at redblackleagues.com. Hey, Tony, that was great. Why don't you take away our Red Black League Coach's Corner interview with Maple Grove head coach Todd Berglund. Welcome to the Red Black League Coach's Corner. Our first guest of the year is also the high school coach of the year from 2022, Todd Berglund. How are you doing today, Todd? Oh, I'm doing fantastic, obviously. A big night for us last night. We had a great game with Edina and, uh, yeah, doing well. So it's fun to get that first game under our belts and get the season moving you uh were there a lot of nerves last night for the team oh uh, yeah i think you're spot on on that one i you know the first half of the period was just you could see the jitters on both teams and uh yeah it just it took <laughs> it took for sure a period for the kids to calm down and the, the arena was packed of course and uh uh but uh yeah once they calmed down and started to play hockey it was it turned out to be a really fun game and uh, yeah, was uh, yeah. I know we're both a little snake bitten. We got football guys and a couple injuries, and and as does Kurt. So, um, but uh, it was a good game, fun game, good end-to-end action, and uh, um, yeah, it was, it was nice to come out with a, a victory that first game. So we had. I was doing a bunch of interviews for our event and interviewing these kids, and they were talking about their first game ever, their high school first game ever was the St. Thomas and Cretan kids, and they were all talking about how nervous they were and how big a stage they played on. And I'm sure those kids had the exact same experience last night. No question. Yeah, I, uh, you know, you get uh, get the togas. A lot of our football guys were there with togas on last <laughs> night, and, and it was a lot of fun. And uh, Every hit that was made, they were they were jumping certainly, and uh, yeah, it was absolutely packed. The line around the glass, just a great high school venue, and and uh, it was just fun to see a lot of a lot of Princeton alumni back, a lot of Wise well, alumni. You saw those kids line the glass, so it was just it's just a fun fun venue, and in fact, it happens over Thanksgiving is great because then you then you do get all those kids back that are playing juniors and former alumni that are doing other things. So fun. It was a lot of fun last night. It was good. So part of this segment is just kind of get to know who you are, a little bit about your background growing up. We obviously know you're, most would know you're from Thief River Falls. Uh, your two brothers, Tim and Scott, are very involved with the program up in your homeland. Talk, tell me a little bit about growing up in Thief River, what it was like. Yeah, I, I, I guess it was like, a lot like uh, a lot of northern Minnesota kids. Yeah, it was seemed like it was winter ten months a year up there, and uh, <laughs> uh, you uh, you uh, played hockey, you snowmobiled, and you hunted, and uh, those were kind of the, the main things. And um, you know, it was a pretty blue collar community, as a lot of those are uh, communities are up there, and. Uh, most of our time was as, as youth kids and fortunate to have two brothers that, that could beat me up or I could beat them up and we'd go out and play on the river every day. And we lived on the river in Thief River and my dad uh, would spend a lot of time uh, shoveling the river and 
we'd go out and skate until our, our, our feet turned blue and, uh, and rush home from school and do the same thing every day. And, uh, it's, uh, yeah, I'm sure the same story for kids in Roseau and War Road and, and International Falls and all those guys. But, uh, yeah, it, uh, we, we spent a lot of time on the river playing hockey and, and we got our, uh, indoor rink, the old arena up there, which is a, a, a classic if you've ever is been that in the that one, rink. Is that the one downtown or is that the hook? Uh, no, that's the one downtown. It was okay. built uh, in the Works Progress Administration. <laughs> yes, and the WPA uh, money, yep. Yeah, WPA money, and, it, and you know that because it's stuck on the side of the, the rink there. <laughs> and uh, But, uh, you know, the beauty of that rink is it was, it was a smaller rink and, yes. uh, and, uh, you, you really were forced to make decisions quicker and, uh, it, uh, it just really, it really helped to, um, uh, and to, to, you know, blossom me as a hockey player. And then the boards were about nine miles high and, <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> yeah, you didn't want to get hit, hit into them cause you, you knew you were going to hit a brick wall. So, um, um, yeah, so it was a fun place to play. And from there we moved over to the Huck, uh, and now obviously they got the palace up there and, and, uh, Ralph Engelstead arena. So, uh, uh, but yeah, just loved every bit of, of growing up there and, and playing with your buddies every day. And it, it's just a great, great, great atmosphere. So, um, and, and you miss it certainly, but, uh, uh, yeah, yeah. From there played high school for the Prowlers. Uh, um, you know, it was, uh, we grew up in, uh, kind of the Roseau when Roseau was, we were all one class obviously. And, and Roseau was kind of the team to beat there and, uh, had the Broughton era and, and, uh, Hugh Glenn's and, and, uh, yeah, the list goes on from, from the Rosal guys, but, uh, yeah, yeah. Just really enjoyed my time up there. Certainly. So I did an interview with coach Manny. You mentioned him and he says, you know, when we were at Moorhead, they wouldn't even play us because we were so <laughs> bad, <laughs> which is funny to say now, but would you guys get uh, one, one game with Rosal or two every year? Uh, we we always played two with Roseau, and then we had one with Moorhead because for us that was the, our longest trip. And and I yeah, talked to Mark about that all the time. Uh, you know, we just to see how far that program has come, certainly in Moorhead. But uh, yeah, we when when I was playing, we wouldn't have dreamt of losing to Moorhead. If you if you did, you <laughs> probably didn't want to come back to the town. So. Uh, uh, but, uh, yeah, yeah, Roseau, typically Roseau War Road, we played those guys twice a year in, in Crookston. Those were kind of our main uh, rivals up there. Um, one more uh, Thief question. Just just tell me about what your what did your parents do uh, with a family of four, three brothers and a sister? What do they do to, <laughs> to keep the lights on? Well, my, uh, you know, it's uh, my dad, uh, um my dad was a farm boy and, uh, we, uh, you know, it's, it's quite an interesting story. My dad, uh, grew up on a farm and, uh, was valedictorian of his class of, of about 12, I think. Um, <laughs> what and, town was uh, that? What town? 
Uh, it was, uh, he, he, uh, Deep River Falls, it was a pretty small uh, group of uh, seniors that they had that year. Okay. Uh, but, uh, um, but no, it's probably bigger than 12. It's right. a little exaggeration. I got there, it. No, I was like, oh, I thought it might have been like some other small town <laughs> outside of Thief or something. <laughs> but it wasn't, yeah, it wasn't overly big at that time. But, uh, um, but he grew up on a farm like a lot of the kids did. And, um, you know, he, uh, um, he was expected to work on the farm and, uh, uh, you know, uh, fast forward, my, my grandfather, uh, got hit by a bull, um, right through the, right through kind of in between the lungs and, uh, what? Had to do what? A, yeah, I mean, it's, it's a crazy story and I don't want to be he, around you and moving <laughs> objects at this point <laughs> but yeah it's a crazy story but uh, uh he and he he lived he lived till he was 94 and uh um but that was kind of what turned you know he just said i the airport up in Fervor was growing and they they wanted his land pretty bad and that was kind of the straw that broke the camel's back and <laughs> he, <laughs> the bow that went through the, the log <laughs> <laughs> so to say so yeah so he uh yeah he ended up selling the farm to the to airport they expanded and then uh my dad uh you know he his, probably his big regret was, you know, he wanted to go to engineering school pretty badly. And, uh, you know, his dad wouldn't let him. He, he needed to work on the farm. Right. And he was, uh, he never played the game of hockey. He was, uh, he was a, you know, pretty, pretty good football player, uh, ran track and, and was very good at in track. And, uh, um, uh, he, uh, yeah, so ultimately he worked for the railroad a couple of years and then uh, went on and, and got his, uh, uh, well, really his land surveying certificate and was a registered land surveyor and then went on and uh, took the engineer, resident engineering position up there. And, oh, cool. Um, yeah. So, yeah, so he uh, spent his career there and then my mom was uh, started out as a stay-at-home mom and... Uh, um, to raise a kid certainly, and, uh, ultimately went on to be a nurse and, wow. um, she taught nursing school at the community college up there. And, uh, um, you know, she, uh, did that for many years and yeah, that was, that was what they did. And, uh, yeah, and we, they kept us in hockey skates, which, which was uh, a challenge. <laughs> oh yeah, I'm sure it <laughs> but, was. All right. But, so- uh, yeah. Happy to happy to have had that opportunity. <laughs> so how did how did you get from uh, Thief River Falls? You went uh, Wisconsin Superior. Told me before the interview that you played some Lakers too. So how did you get from a Northern Minnesota boy? And your two brothers live up there. Does your sister live up there too? Because she went to UND. You said yeah, she went up to. We all graduated from Lincoln High School in Thief River, and uh, yeah, she she ultimately moved to. Uh, well, Elk River, and then she she was a teacher, um, okay. and then she she was uh, real, a part of the original Maple Grove School. Oh, really? Um, and yeah, so she was on that first first year uh, of the school opening, and uh, instrumental in uh, 
both her and I were instrumental in writing the school song there. So that was uh, what? kind of a, <laughs> yeah, okay. Kind of a crazy little tidbit, I guess. Crazy? <laughs> yeah, yeah. So That's amazing. That was, that, so yeah, that was fun. You, I we skipped, really we skipped part. How did you get here? Was it, was okay, it so here's Songwriting abilities? Songwriting? What was it? Uh, yeah, no, I, yeah, I wish, right? <laughs> uh, no, I, I kind of a, got of an interesting path, I guess. I when I, you know, uh, finished playing at Superior, then I went and uh, um, played, or excuse me, coached in Deep River um, for with Wendell Grand. Uh, There's kind of a blast from the past. Brian Grand, I think, coached Bemidji, Bemidji at the time. And um, so I coached with Wendell on his staff, and uh, he was my coach, obviously, as a high school player, and uh, coached uh, JV for a couple of years there, and then uh, went on to be assistant with Wendell. And then, uh, then it, uh, my dad said, you know, it's time for you to think about what you want to do here. And, uh, <laughs> you know, hockey's not going to be hockey coaching isn't going to be the big money maker. But, uh, so yeah, I came down, uh, um, finished my degree up at St. Thomas and, uh, uh, then, uh, obviously it was a, a computer science major at the time, you know, Y2K, all that stuff, uh, certainly been, uh, that was, uh, kind of a good, good time to, to be in the computer science world. So, right. um, but yeah, there, you know, I, I knew that I didn't want to get out of coaching and, um, you know, at the time my, my, uh, sister's kids were, were playing in the Elk River program and, uh, oh. um, so then I went there and helped out there, uh, um, you know, the kind of the Tony Sarsland era there and uh, um, coached in their youth program. And uh, then from there, I went to YZ, uh, uh wow. and I was, a, was the uh, junior gold coach at YZ for many years and or five years, probably. And, wow. and that was that was a fun certainly a fun experience is and, there a uh, city you haven't coached i'm just wanted to say you, <laughs> you dotted the entire state uh, well it. yeah no hey a lot of a lot of places certainly and uh uh but uh yeah i just i love my passion is coaching i i absolutely love it and i, I enjoy the learning aspect that well of it and i enjoy being with the kids and it's it's just uh, i love every part of it and yeah, then from Wyzetta, I, I obviously my sister was uh, uh, starting out at Maple Grove at the time, and, and she said Gary was looking for uh, some assistance, and um, yeah, so when I went on to, to work on Gary's staff, and uh, yeah, kind of the rest is history. Gary was there for, 15. yeah, I don't know exactly what year he left, but uh, yeah, then Tom took over, and I was on Tom's staff, and then got the opportunity to, to take the job. So so one quick question about Maple Grove. Have you been on the staff for its entirety? Yeah, I you, not like, its entirety, no. Okay, um, but close. Uh, for, you know, for, well, I've been on the uh, staff there for 16 years now. Yeah. Okay. So, and and, and um, I think they opened up as a school in, like, the late 90s? Yeah, 98. Yes. Yeah. Okay, yeah. 
Yeah. So okay. I came in on staff around 2005. Okay. Um, Holy and, uh, smokes. Yeah. So, yeah. It's, uh, if you ever want a history of the program, you could probably write it. <laughs> I got, you know, I've got a, it, I've got a lot of uh, history of the kids and you know, a lot of, certainly a lot of great kids that have come through this program, tremendous coaches and just happy to be a part of it. And yeah, I mean, if you, if you want to know any history, I, I usually, I, I'm probably the best historian. Gary certainly uh, knows well. a lot. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. But uh, yeah, I, yeah. Uh, yeah, I got a lot of background with the kids and and kid players that have come through. So, um, and talk to them daily a lot of times. <laughs> so there's probably two phases of Maple Grove high school hockey. You have the Ryan Coyne, Jordan Gross years, and then yep. uh, starting with Sam Huff is probably your generation. Uh, you know, moving through. So right, right. Let's let's talk about that 17 year. You come in as the four seed into the tournament against Grand Rapids. This was a big tournament for I think Maple Grove as a program. Yeah, it, it truly was. Uh, I mean, we, we certainly had the time when they went back with Dylan Stamen and that group, uh, but uh, that that really was uh, the first year that you know um, we were. Well, we had high expectations in 11, too, but yeah. uh, uh, ran into a kid named Gensel. And then, <laughs> uh, um, and then you know, fast forward to that Grand Rapids game, I I certainly learned a lot as a coach. And, and you know, my first exposure to being a head coach at a, at the big tournament there, it was you, you learn so many things by uh, how you do things as you approach getting into just getting to the game and uh um but yeah that was uh we jumped up we had a three goal lead at one time and uh uh you know the thing that the thing that hurt us in that game and i learned a lot from was was the tv timeout and you know every time every time we had a tv timeout they came back with mclaughlin and that big stud line and and then they started clicking and it's like, uh, that was a, it was a great game. And, uh, um, I you know, certainly would have been fun to be on the other end of that one, but, uh, Grand Rapids was rolling and they go on to win that state tournament. And, you know, Trent, Trent Clapp was the coach at the time. And it was, uh, yeah, I, I, I can still, See back, see that game uh, over and over in my sleep, and shoulda, woulda, couldas. But, uh, but yeah, that was a good start for our program, and and things have just been going really well since then. And um, yeah, and then now it's uh, last three years have just been fantastic, and uh, we got to get over that hump, which uh, <laughs> which is uh, you know it's it's uh, a lot of great teams in this state, certainly. So you talked a little bit about learning the learning process from seventeen, and now you've had a couple other you know heartbreakers uh, in in the state tournament. If there's coaches listening, and I'm sure we got a handful listening, what is that formula that you're building? Not not just just the talent, but you know when do you want to arrive? Uh, where do you want to stay in a hotel? Did your brother give you yeah, advice? Did your brother help you with any of that stuff? Oh in- yeah, I I mean I talked to my brothers constantly and uh i was just like how do you want how do you do this when do you arrive uh you know and and the game that you play is so 
critical because I talked a lot about, you know, Mark was so frustrated that they were in the late game last year. And, and it, it really, I was tickled pink that we were in that, that earlier session because you knew that you, you'd have the time to observe the whole tournament and to uh, get enough rest for the kids and, you know, get back to the hotel and get settled in. And then as you progress through the, you know, getting to the next step, winning the next game, then there's so much strategy that goes around, you know, how long do you let the kids sleep? You got to get out and take a walk. You got to move around. You got to, you know, schedule uh, breakfast and lunch. And, and uh, but uh, yeah, there's a lot of strategy that goes around it. Certainly, you know, as we went through the pandemic, they kind of limited how 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 much time you could spend underneath and and get to the rink, and um, so that obviously played into the scheduling part. And you know when the when we had the twenty one team, that was even tighter because you went under the the XL in a bus and you had to have your equipment on. They they unloaded you. And you, you they had kicked to get you out, out ten too. minutes after. Yeah, and then they kicked you out. So I can only imagine. Uh, <laughs> after the 21 loss to Eden Prairie, one of the greatest <laughs> high school hockey games state history. Yep. And you got to get out and you got nine minutes and 48 seconds. Uh, go. I mean, you, yeah. Right. And you need the speech of your cent- uh, the century to try to, to get the kids <laughs> level set. And, yeah, coach, and, you have 30 seconds to give the speech of your yeah, lifetime. 30, go. <laughs> 30 seconds to try to, you know, unravel their whole career of hockey. And uh, what the music starts what, playing in the background, yeah. <laughs> like the Oscars. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So it's, uh, yeah, that obviously I fell for those kids oh, and, and yeah. you know, I, and not getting to play that final game too. I just, it, uh, it just was, uh, yeah, I, you know, you can go on talking about all the kids that are, have been kind of, uh, you know, had to go through that and I, I feel for them and, and you per- guys know it well. So. What a performance that night was. I mean, I, I just, yeah. I, I, all I kept imagining what I was watching, we were, Danny and I were watching it together and I just kept putting, Nineteen thousand people in the backdrop in my head. I just kept, oh, I just kept having nineteen thousand people in the backdrop because that place would have been bonkers, absolutely. Bonkers. Oh, I you know I just you know obviously the, the the really good kids that we've had and and uh, yeah just to take that experience away from them. But you tried doing that, and surprisingly, you know, as as we were going into that game, things were starting to loosen up a little bit, and right. then. I know. then then, then we got 500, uh, you know, people in the stands, and it just, just to even get that, just felt it was like a miracle. Yeah, it yeah. felt pretty I good. I mean, it was, it, it did, and you know, we're sitting underneath watching. Uh, I think it was Lakeville and Wyzetta, uh play before us, and we're sitting and huddled up uh, watching it on a phone and and trying to <laughs> guess. You know, well, we could hear the crowd, but we in your breezers, right? In your breezers, in our breezers, yeah, <laughs> trying to trying to figure out did Lakeville score or did Wyzetta score, or, and that and I, yeah, so all that is just. Uh, a, a, a very unusual experience, that's but for sure. To that point, how how good did it feel last year? You know, because that state championship game, then you did it again with one of the 
probably all another time. one. You know, that was will be considered one of the best games of this century. Probably. Oh yeah, absolutely. And, and you do it again. What was it like to have the crowd then for that? Uh, it was amazing. I I, I just uh, you know looking up and seeing those fans. It, it was absolutely amazing to to have that experience and. One I know that those kids will cherish forever, and uh, um, I, I I just was so excited about that opportunity and getting that opportunity, and then to have two Northwest Suburban Conference teams go at it, you know, made it even more special, certainly, and uh, having knowing everything about what Andover did and. Mark knew everything about how we played the game and, and we knew we were in for a battle and we had two really good games coming up to, they beat us at home and we beat them there and, and we knew we were going to be in for a battle. And, uh, um, yeah, it, uh, and then he, you know, you try to figure out what you could have done differently and, and really it, at the end of the day, they poured their hearts out and it was a great game. I remember, Walking down, uh, walking down the tunnel, and Louis Louis comes around the corner and said, "That could have been the best high school hockey game I've ever seen." And 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 he was beside himself, and it was it was fun to chat with him for a few minutes. And and but he was had nothing but tremendous things to say about that game, and wished it uh, could have went both ways, I guess. But <laughs> it was just it emotionally <laughs> draining yeah. it just uh, because I had a yeah. radio call and like just the ebbs and flows on that were just so crazy. It was. Uh, yeah. And, and that's, you know, it, 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 you tell the kids, you know, it's, it's certainly it's, uh, it's, it's going to be that way. And as you, as you progress and you, you start to get into your habits and you hope your habits are good. Right. And, yeah, it was. You're spot on. All right, Danny, you want to ask him a few questions about this year's squad? Yeah, so looking ahead to this year's team, what should we expect out of the Crimson this year? Well, uh, yeah, I, I mean, our mission is still the same. We, we want to get back there, and we want to win this thing. And um, uh, uh, certainly we're, we're going to work hard. I, I, uh, we, we know that's the expectation. And uh uh, but, uh, yeah, we have obviously last night as a town, Tony, we, uh, um, you know, faced Edina that first game, which it's, it's these two games for us are, are, are just a lot of fun because we get to see where we're at against, uh, top 10 teams. And, and, uh, it, uh, was a good game last night and, and we had players that were injured and, and, uh, both sides of the 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 stick and we got some young kids that were able to step up and and uh get some varsity ice time so i would i was once the jitters got away and and uh um you know the game got going we it was fun it was a real good atmosphere and uh we played started to play really well and pretty disciplined and um uh, lucas margano gets our first goal which he'll be a a key player for us this year, nice wraparound goal. And then Blake Steenerson, uh, another one that I think is going to raise a lot of eyebrows. Uh, uh, big, big kid. Uh, he had a beautiful setup from Lucas Bush, uh, who, uh, you know, Lucas was certainly going to be a big part of our, our group this year too. But 
you know, returners, uh, those are certainly the key returners. We got Finn Brink and, uh, um, uh, who is uh, just a wonderful captain and leader as, as is Margano. Um, excited to, you know, see how Finn's going to progress this year. He obviously started all with Madison and, and did really well there. And, and, you know, we get, we're looking for big things for him this year too. And, and then we had an unproven goaltender, Jack Roach, who, uh, you know, he had was kind of in the shadows of Toby Hop last year. And um, uh, uh, Jack just was outstanding, uh, absolutely stepped up to the plate. And that last flurry that Edina came at, we ended up getting a penalty late with about a minute 40 left. Always and, happens that way, doesn't it? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, and then you're shaking your head, and it was six on four, and Jack was just, oh, man, it was a kind of a boom, 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 and he was making every save. That uh, that one from Vandevort, the save he made, I just, I'm like, wow. And so it was fun to see uh, Jack, because I know how hard he's worked this summer to, to get there. And, uh, yeah, it was it was he reassured us uh, last night, so that was that was good stuff. Last question. You've coached in a lot of these turkey trots now uh, over the years. Is it oh, almost, almost a curse to win the turkey trot? Because then, I mean, I mean not, not a curse like from a, you're cursing your team, but like you win those two games, like you show up on practice on Monday, what do you tell them? Like, well, we just beat Edina and YZ or Edina and Moorhead or whatever. It's like they're not going to listen to a word you say for a week, right? Oh, you know what? I told you, I think you're spot on. I just say – look back over the years and, uh, you know, certainly, uh, the years we've won it and in the years that we've, uh, we've been in that third place game. And it, it's just like, uh, I, I don't know if we want to, you know, last year we were up five to two against the Dinah and, uh, and they come back and beat us six, five. And, and then, you know, fast forward to the state tournament last year. And then we, we take them five, two. And, and again, it's, it's, it's just, last year was so because we had our you know football team has had so much success and and they're going again rosemont again so we got a a football player out but we know that the look now uh that we have is going to be completely different than the look we're, we're going to have in february and march so um yeah so <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> that's a that's a great question. I I don't know the answer to that one. <laughs> well, well, either way, uh, we'll we'll be launching this uh, show after the results from tonight's game. But uh, if uh, best of luck to you, sort of tonight, and best but for sure, best of luck to you the rest sort of the of. season. Uh, Danny and I really appreciate our time with you today, Todd. Appreciate it. Good luck to you the rest of the year. Well, thank you guys. Appreciate everything you guys do for the state of hockey and, and just make it that much better. So thanks a lot. Todd Berglund, head coach at Maple Grove High School. Well, that was a that was a crazy stories in that interview. At what point in your life, Danny, did you ever hear, you think you'd hear a story about uh, a man getting gored by a bull? And When I wasn't? Watching a Hemingway documentary, yes. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Like that was that was random, but it was that was really cool. What made it even crazier was prior to recording with him yesterday, um, he talked about his father um, passing in a T-bone. T-bone. He didn't pass in the accident, but it kind of led to that. But 
you got T-Bone. So, like, literally in, in one half-hour sit-down with Todd Berglund, his dad and his grandpa had these major accidents. Yeah. You know, unbelievable. It, it, it's cool to learn more about these coaches and kind of get, like, their backstory and get to know them on a personal level. So, yesterday in the office, we were I was talking about the interview. Someone asked me about it, and I said, Oh, it was Vic Nelson. Okay. Uh, Danny, yeah. Sammy, and um, Henry's dad came to watch um, a nephew play for Lakeville North. And um, they were there. We were chatting, and we were talking about Bergie. And I go, Vic, did you know that Todd and his sister wrote the fight song of Maple Grove High School? And the look on Vic's face like, What? <laughs> yeah, it was, it was, it was funny. Classic. Absolute classic. But anyway, so that was a fun interview. And, and it went in all different directions yeah. really quick. And you, fun, you, fun you've convinced cool. me to actually listen to it. Yeah, yeah you good. need to. I'm, I'm telling you, it's, yeah, it's, it's worth the listen. It's pretty good. It was kind of all <laughs> over the place, but it was great. Well, let's talk about Maple Grove in a different light um, with games of the past. Um, but starting off at the opener in Bloomington Ice Garden, Lakeville South beats Chaska 5-2, to two, and it was kind of close. Yeah, and, and I wanted, we, before the show, I'm like, hey, uh, if it's not in games of the past, I definitely want to give a shout-out to Matt Cook because, you know, he lost. I mean, we talked with a lot of the coaches last night that were out scouting and watching teams are like just blown away by how well Chaska has done considering what they did lose. Mm-hmm. He lost like a Georgia level of draft yeah. picks. Oh, yeah. You know, coming into the season on short notice. Yeah. I mean, it's not like mm-hmm. they let him know. And like Sam Renzel, I'm sure, said, you know what? I just got drafted yeah. first hey, round. Yes. I'm gone. See nice ya. To see ya. <laughs> but everybody else was just kind of waiting to see if the grass was a little greener on the other side of the fence. Yeah. So uh, hats off to Cookie for for doing a good job with those guys. You know, two fairly tight games. I mean, they had one goal game last night with with um, Lakeville North, and then they hung tough. I thought with with Lakeville South, who's a top five team. So yeah. So that makes it. It scares me a little bit about Lakeville South right yeah. now. And a, a game that I didn't mention um, in this, uh, Rochester Mayo uh, hung tight with uh, Minnetonka through the first period. They were tied. They were actually up 2-1 to one at one they point. they lost, like 8-2. to two. Yeah, and then, you then know. Then it went running time. Yeah, but. To, I know. I'm with with the number one team got, in the then state. they got pumped by Chanas on the next day. Yeah. I was, when that 2 1 score, I was like, Ooh. we might have a legit two seed in mm-hmm. one double A. And, and then we don't. Now I don't think we do. No. I mean, they still are the two seed in one double A, but. You think so? Yeah. Who? And, uh, North or male? Male. I don't think wow. they are just by default. Wow. It depends on we'll how see. North. And the thing is, we'll never know, right? Because they won't play mm-hmm. each other, right? So we'll never know. That that'll be decided in some seating meeting with cigars in a back room. So, <laughs> um, okay, game. They, I... they 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 do in fact play on February second. So okay, we will know. Thank you very much. That's the best news I've ever heard. So right. a, a game I was at and over six Chanhassen three. Top 10, yeah. Chanhassen. And <laughs> number one, Andover. Yes. Um, I, I guess one of the key notes in this is um, Cooper Conway was playing on the second line 
for the first two periods, moved mm-hmm. up to the first line with um, Casey and Thorson for the third period. But I think I liked them better on the second line. I, really? It, it allowed Coop Ooh. to do more things on, uh, by himself, okay. which uh, Cooper thrives at that, too. Yeah. And he had a really good um, – he had a goal where he circled the net Circled the net again, you know, like a puck possession. Yeah. And this was a, a even strength. Right. Circles the net, circles the net, yep. and then goes almost to a circle of the net and then shoots and scores. Really? Yeah, which is Usually kind of, those, those multiple <laughs> net circles ends in... You know, a a getting, clear breakout going the other way? No, just getting yelled at by your coach. Yeah, and this one, it was a yelling of congratulations. I'm sure he didn't get that when he got to the back. <laughs> <laughs> coach Manny's like, don't you ever do that again <laughs> um as for chan I, I thought chan was a good team but i, I think they still need to grow into themselves uh, they're uh, what i'm thinking uh, based on how i saw them is they looked like minnetonka of last year carl isn't it funny sure. the danny on the the danny on the show and the danny the real Danny. They're, they're two different people. Independent yeah. Danny. They are. <laughs> because he gets the big on Friday night, and the look on his face, I said, how was Chan? And it wasn't as yeah. fruitful as he was just saying here and, on the show. And, and then, see, I tried to get uh, some intel. You know, I was texting when I was driving up on Saturday morning, and I get, you know, monosyllables in response. So, yeah. You weren't as impressed with them on Friday, Daniel. How did I, you come? Why did you come so far? Well, no, it, I'm not. Was it, it the big I, win over Mayo? That no, I, I still say on? they're a top 15 team. Do you think they're the two seed in section two now? Or is it, no. are we back to Eden Prairie? It's maybe? Eden Prairie. It's Tonka, Eden Prairie. I, and then actually, I'm, I think that. Shakopee the, and Holy Family. Is yeah, really, this is a really big week me. for two. They interest me a this lot. Is, this is a very big week for two. Yep. I agree. Um, but. Chan's a good team, not a great team. I think they're overhyped in a lot of polls. That's uh, preseason polls. All right. Good. Um, good take. I like that. I got you back to yeah, where I wanted you. All right. Um, Little Falls <laughs> 2, Mo- uh, Monticello 1 in overtime. That's a section game. Really? Yeah. It is. That's yeah. a good one. Yeah. That's a good score. Yeah, that's a that's an impressive win. I like win. that five now. It's just so yeah. much Throwing better. Cathedral into that, and yeah. it, it's juicy. So, and Little Falls. It's, yeah. It's so good. I mean, sometimes we rip on the whole redistricting. That was one of the best things for hockey is giving those teams that are kind of didn't have a chance in six, and now they yeah. yeah well, better. and Monticello uh, more of a – uh, more push back. Yeah. 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 Pencil has almost swung too far, and that six is now kind of a. A little bit. A little bit. Very little easy bit. for Alexandria. Yeah. I still think Northern Lakes, I'm, I'm warning now, Northern Lakes has three or four good classes between seventh and tenth grade. So yeah. I think that they'll be be there soon. We'll uh, get there. Yeah. yeah. Um, in what started a bad weekend for Edina, Maple Grove two, Edina zero. Um, Edina's still yet to score a goal. Um, after this weekend, we'll get to their next game a little bit later, but uh, close with Maple Grove, but snake bitten in the goals department. And this is going to be a problem for them before Nevers comes back. Yeah. And I also think, <laughs> I also think, um, the Moorhead game, they outshot them like two or three to one. The yeah, shot counting one, right? ability yeah. at pick is lackluster at best. 
I, I, because okay, I, wow, you're harder on the shot guy. At well, no, because a Bloomington goal, and yeah, Pitt, than you are uh, the actual uh, Hornets. The the goal was uh, scored um, for Moorhead, and they had one shot on net, and they didn't add another shot. Got it. And, and so then it was just like, okay, now what aren't you counting? You know, because I'm not mm-hmm. looking that You've closely. Lost their trust. I've you the trust that's been broken. <laughs> That the sacred pact between Danny and the shot counter is ruined. Yeah, I have a couple sacred pacts. Okay, the roster sheet printer yeah. and oh, that, the shot counter. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, once you break my trust, I will never return. I, I'm with you on that. Um, you. All right. Let's so, give me another game. Matamidi 4, Northfield 2, which I think is a good score for yeah. Northfield, actually. Yeah. Mm. Wasn't there a state... First round game between those two? Yeah, and Northfield won. Northfield won. That was the bleach territory. Yeah, sure did. Dallas yeah. sucks in and everything. Yeah. Yep. And so I but I what this tells me is Monomida is not as down as they could have been after losing a lot. I want to see them play a real team. And they have that opportunity this yeah, Saturday. Yeah. And so they do. Um, I mean, a team that can put 40 shots. You know, Benilde on Tuesday, too. That'll be a 40 shotter. That'll be a 40 shotter. That's an easy 40 shotter. You know what I mean? When, like last year, when Hermantown put 40 shots on him and it took, you know. I think the game on Tuesday could be running timed if they're not ready for it. Agreed. Agreed. But this is a good Class A score for both teams, actually. Agreed. Um, And then St. Thomas Academy 4, Creighton Durham Hall 2. At the inaugural Friday Night Ice, um, my key takeaways on this was I Creed never woke up until Tommy Cronin's the third goal of the game, and then St. Thomas played a lot more open than I think people would have originally thought right. with Mike Randolph being their head coach, um, and they're a lot bigger. It, well, they're they're still a lot bigger, like physically taller than St. Thomas teams. How big their D were. Oh uh, yeah, their D are big. Savino and yeah, was, they were huge. Yeah, it, mm-hmm. and so I was I would say pleasantly impressed um, with the way St. Thomas played. Um, I didn't see any new faces on Creighton that I said, oh, this is. I didn't either. That will get them over the top. You know yeah. what I mean? I thought Fisher, you know, is. Well, that's not a new face. But you know, he's not a new face. and Owens and all those guys. We've seen them before. I didn't see, like, that new freshman, that new sophomore. Yeah. And I know that Max Anderson is a really good. They're really high on Max Anderson and Nate Charlton, and these two freshmen. But they were on a pretty big stage on Friday. And not that they didn't do, they did poorly, but they didn't jump. You know, like sometimes, you know, I'm not saying asking to rely on freshmen. I just didn't think that I don't see. I think they're still going to be a really solid program, but I didn't see like the new, you know, I, I can add a pop. I can buy that this is going to be a season split between these two teams. Well, uh, it's like two weeks away. Not going to yeah. be 10 in a row. Uh, no, I, I don't think so uh, for that matter. Um, Okay, moving on. White Bear Lake five, Duluth East three. Uh, I think there's an empty netter, according to uh, it was. a certain yep. Duluth yep. East Bobo. I know. Still, I always <laughs> like to throw that in. Oh, empty netter, empty netter, empty netter. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that makes it wasn't way really a two goal game. Yeah, really, yeah, it, it wasn't a, a two goal game. Yeah. Empty yeah. netter. We nearly yeah. won. Yeah. <laughs> um, 
It's still a good win for White Bear traveling up there. Yeah. Yeah. I think it's a good win. I thought East was good. Yeah. Um, Gentry four, East Grand Forks one. Um, so I was talking to a couple of East Grand Forks people the next day and sounds like they just got, you know, sprung a couple, uh, number of times and saw it happen in the Delano game too. And I was like, is this what happened against Gentry? Yeah, that's kind of what happened. And I was like, oh, okay. Their defense are getting caught pinching or are they actually like spring cherry picking picking spring and and defend that and um (laughs) gentry is also probably going to be a lot more speedy this year and a little bit you know super young it's super young and i it's a team to watch out that score got my attention to whoa whoa, (laughs) my two we have another team here in yeah you need to watch them in four yeah. yeah, and so I, I would say keep your eye out on them. A um, couple East Grand Forks notes. Um, Carter Creer is in Fargo now. No longer with the team? Yeah, he's no longer with East, okay. East Side. Right. And um, Scott Oliver retired from teaching, and he's no longer with the team too. Really? Huh. Yeah. And so uh, that's, that's, that got buried. That's a yeah. 66%, you know. That could have been put in the news. That yeah, sorry, that's bad. my bad. That's my bad. Danny is like suck holing on, yeah. on the news. Yep. Yeah, burying sorry. the lead. Sorry. Yeah, that's, thanks. That's my bad. Um, yeah, Scott Oliver. You know, I didn't think you know it's burying the lead, but yeah, that is it's worth noting. And I don't. They didn't know I if knew he, he moved retired back. from teaching. Uh oh, <laughs> I knew he retired from teaching. I didn't realize he was. Just, Gonna stop coaching too. Yeah, well, he might have moved back to Crookston or not. Okay. Uh, TBD. So, all right. Um, yeah. No one knows where Scott is. If anyone sees Scott Oliver, and hopefully it's not in a back alley, <laughs> let us yeah. know. He's a scary person. We'll, we'll get another <laughs> Bill Carton going. He's like one of the nicest guys. Like he wears that, leather coats he, he, and is constantly red faced. His son Nick is like one of the nicest guys ever, right? He is like. A teddy bear. Nice guy. He's not scary at all. No. Porcupine. Whatever. <laughs> Keep going. Um, With Danny on this one. This is my favorite part of the show, by the way. YZ3, Moorhead 2. After seeing YZ play and Moorhead play, I think I missed a good game here on Friday. Yeah. 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 Um, War Road 7, Delano 1. And well. Yeah, I... I do think that's how good War Road is and how where Delano's at as well. Right. Right. So I still think that Delano can win that section. You know. Yeah, I, I really I'm do. not arguing that. I really do. Um Centennial five, Stillwater two, which I thought was a good score for Centennial. Yeah. Yeah. And it, which makes let's, the, let's wait for another Centennial result. Makes this so. Eastview score yeah. even better. Um, East Graham Forks five, Delano two. I was at this one. I would say that East Graham poured it on in the third period. I think it was tied going into that, and they just poured it on. Okay. And their top line, um, really just they didn't have an answer. Yes, I hit the mic. Got it. Well, I uh, almost kicked the camera over two seconds ago. So <laughs> tit for tat. And Carl took a drink of lemonade or something. <laughs> So Ice tea, yeah. All right. Sitting on a ledge or something. Um, Detroit Lakes, four, Fergus Falls, zero. I just thought that was interesting. Yeah, we already talked about it. Okay. <laughs> Holy Family, seven, Blake, three. 
I thought that was a really good that's score. That's a good one. Mm-hmm. That's a good score for I might Holy even Family. Say that's interesting, but that would be your word. Yeah, that's so. my word. Right. Um, Holy Family plays Edina on Monday, so it, good offensive. How crazy is that? Kurt schedules Friday, Saturday, yeah. no practice Sunday, game Monday. Monday. Yeah. Yeah. And we play Benilde on the weekend too. Yeah, that's a that's an odd schedule, I'll say. Yeah. Northfield three, Monticello two. Good win Another for good, good win good for win. Um, not that Monticello is a world beater, but it's just a good win. And Northfield lost a Mott, so they were one and one. Yep. Okay. Yeah. Right. Yeah. You're, you're seeing the pecking order in class yeah. as you're merging here. Yeah, for sure. Um, War Road four, St. Cloud Cathedral zero. Heard this one was closer than it looked, um, but War Road still, I think, has too much too many guns. Uh, yeah, to lose that game. I'm interested to see what world. You know, we talked to Jason, and he's it's coming up. Murray, yeah, when we when we talk to Jason, he'll tell you that he plays with Murray and and um, Carson Pilgrim. Pilgrim. Mm-hmm. So where's the scoring going to come? Second line, third line. Yeah. You know what I mean? But war- that's the big question because Sherman Cowell is going to have two lines that can score. But War Road has run heavy on first line scoring before in the past with Bethune and Roth. Oh, yeah. yeah. And they still, even last and, year. And where did that team go? Even even last year and even two years, three yeah. years ago with, with And Grant. where did those teams go? Yeah, they lose in the semis or the finals. Yeah. So mm-hmm. um St. Thomas four Duluth East one. I wasn't at this one. You two were at this one. Carl called yeah. the game. What was that like, Carl, being the fun. Yeah. commentator with, with Jeff? How was it working with Jeff? It was great to work with Jeff. He's very easy to work off of, made it feel very natural, so I had no trouble sliding in, and so I didn't you know, call anyone the wrong name. I don't think I ever referred to anyone by their number, so I felt like that those were both wins. I, I took a picture. <laughs> Managed to fill the dead air. Yeah. I, I took a picture, <laughs> and I didn't tweet it, but the tweet would have said, Here's a man who knows more about Duluth East and Mike Randolph. In you know, no one knows more about Mike Randolph or Duluth, Duluth East in this picture. It's this guy. So I I handed yeah. him the the headset and he did a great job. If I were ever meant to call a game, it was it was that one. That so. was the one. Absolutely, <laughs> absolutely. It's fair. Uh, but uh, so the, let's talk about the game again. I'm I'm going to sound yeah. like Carl. You want me to do my Carl impersonation? Sure. It really wasn't that. Do bad. It. it was two to one. You know, it, it, there was times in the game where I actually felt that Duluth East was was uh, carrying the play. How was that? I th- thank you, Carl. <laughs> <laughs> there was a time though where yeah. I was like, it was two one, and I'm like, they're going to make a move here. I really had a mm-hmm. feeling that there was a time in the game where the game was in question. Yeah, no, I don't disagree. It's a decent East team. They have good energy. No, um, I think they're still kind of figuring out how it's all going to fit together. But they're clearly, clearly, this is their best team since you know their, their last eight team. So I've said this. I'll see if I can put this together right. They don't have a streaker, someone who can really fly. They don't have one who can separate. You know, get space. Mm-hmm. You know, Cole Christian can get space with his hands, but there's not a guy on the team who can get space with their feet. And that'll yeah. cause them trouble if they were to, to – it's going to make it harder to make a deep run without a couple speedsters. That was mm-hmm. my my take watching them. Yeah, it'll be very interesting to see how they fit together those forward lines. There are a lot of 
decent pieces, but you know who's going to carry the load, and especially when they need someone to score a big goal in a situation like like that St. Thomas game, right. or even the White Bear game where they were in it and then it right. flipped away. Tell you what, the goalie uh, who was the goalie who played that game because it wasn't it was thirty nine who played. Yeah, right? it's Cole uh, Constet who is a, a move in. He was and he's very good. He's real nice. Very good goaltender. He's real nice. Was their fourth goal empty netter? Yep. Empty netter. Empty netter. So only three one. Yep. And, and really, yep. uh, Tommy Cronin had a couple really pretty goals out of his. He had mm-hmm. one empty netter, but he had a couple pretty goals. And yeah, the, only the, goals that the, he could have scored. Yeah, the, the difference in this game was that St. Thomas top unit with Cronin and Howard and then the Deets bombing away. The power play looked great. It looked very familiar to some power plays I've been used to seeing for, you know, many years. Hmm. Right. <laughs> Wonder right. why. They really want to yeah. they really want to get that puck right in the top of the slot. It's a really mm-hmm. hard pass to convert, but when you can it's a low percentage pass. It's a 15 to 20%. Mm-hmm. But once you complete that pass in the slot, the scoring options really open up. Mm-hmm. So, there you go. There's some some East St. Thomas chatter. Okay, that's good. Um, game I was at Moorhead two Edina zero. Um, I really I liked Moorhead a lot. I I thought that um, Mason Craft. I was going to say, how's Crafty look? He's on the top line. Um, Where's Brooks Cullen? He's on the second line. Is he okay? Good. And so, um, Craft is playing with Ryerson and I think Ness. Ness. I'm, I'm pretty wow, sure that's a good line. It is a really, actually, it's a really good top line. Um, Ryerson got both of the goals, and I, I just thought that was a very good, well sound team. Garrett Lindbergh also stood out on the point. He's shocker. Yeah, I know. This is your one year you get to see him because he'll be playing for the program next year. Yeah, which is unfortunate because, like, if they had all their D. He'd be like their fifth D. I know. I was thinking that. Think about that. Yeah. Yeah. And he is is very, very good. You know what? Had all those guys stayed, he might not even have made the Elite League. Yeah. Yeah, that's (laughs) probably true. He's a national development type kid. Yeah. So, yeah, um, fantastic player. And he'll grow, too. I mean, his brother, uh, Gavin, grew really late. He grew like six inches his senior year. So oh, wow. I'm pretty sure that's why the program is like, you know, I see salivating. You. <laughs> I see you. Yeah. Um, it was funny. Brooks wears his jersey like his dad. He tucks it in. Tucks into, it in. Yeah. Know, they all do. It's just kind of funny. Signature. Yeah. Signature Cullen move. Signature Cullen move. <laughs> Yeah, and Brooks is getting better and better, but you know the, the next two brothers, Wyatt and Joey, are unbelievable athletes. <laughs> That's all I'm gonna say. Um, a, a score that shocked, I think, most of us: Minnetonka four and over one. Not the talent. I mean, if you Here, look roster the, for roster, if you look goes, if you go down both rosters. And you didn't know who won the state tournament last year. You'd think Minnetonka was the better team. But here's the stat that I think stands out to yeah. me. And, and over three shots in the first period, two shots in the second period, five th- shots in the third what? period. Yeah, you had 11 yeah. shots or ten. was it 10? Ten? Ten. 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 That's Wait, wait, whoa, 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 whoa. Was the, was the pick <laughs> an untrusted shot clock guy there? I, I don't pay- feel that the trust was not uh, broken. Okay, just want to make sure. <laughs> I don't know. I have faith in Pagel. I I remain strong and steadfast in my shot clock or shot counting ability at Pagel. 
Yeah. Um, but still, 10 shots, 10 to 15, even it's if it's not good. It's for not a good. State champion? No, not good. 0 at all. for 5 on the power play. <laughs> yeah. I just, I'm a little surprised, but what I hear from the, the Minnetonka rank is they are big and they are heavy and they wear you down. And so I think this is going to be a number one team for most of the year. Really? Yeah. Yeah, if you think about it, their schedule lines up nice. Yeah, it does. You know, it does line up nice. Could they go undefeated? Should we start that chatter now? Oh, let's, Boy. let's start it. Boy, you know, no. it's funny. I, I got a text just today. It was from a, a girl's hockey dad, but it doesn't really matter. This is a unisex tweet from something. Unisex tweet? Because it doesn't say anything. Like, I didn't know tweets were tendered. Yeah, it is well, a they, them tweet. Well, there is no, put it this way, there is no mention of gender how's that oh, that's um, good and it's from a and i don't follow this person but it's mn puck watchers <laughs> and he or she or they writes a bunch of probably them yeah a bunch of angry parents will be calling mshsl this weekend about new transfers i mean when you hear that tweet right and thinking with your boy's hockey brain because you could think there's some uh, weird stuff going on, on the girl side too. Who do you think of when you read that tweet? I think of I think, Moose Lake. I think of Minnetonka. Don't you? Yeah. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah we've heard yeah. a little like, chatter here. Yeah. Yeah. You know what I mean? I just that's what I think. Of. And I'm not yeah. trying to stir things up, but I'm like, whoever this guy is, I'm like, I, I don't, I don't buy a second for it. That no, I, angry I, parents are calling the MSHSL. But it, what it really tells me is there's people see the results of Tonka this weekend, and that just makes them angry. <laughs> I, I yep. doubt the high school league's getting phone calls on Monday morning, but it, it's I a I don't sign. think the high school league cares. Or, yeah. yeah. They, you have no. five new messages. <laughs> <laughs> delete, delete, uh, delete, delete. Exactly, exactly. So uh, we're going to tattle on you. All right, next. Matamidi 5, Little Falls 0. Good win for Matamidi there. I think it kind of yeah. paints the picture where Little Falls yeah. is. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I think as well with Matamidi, winning both of those games tells me a lot. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and then Wyzetta 5, Maple Grove 1. Uh, I am now really high on Wyzetta. Really? I, I like them a no. lot. I, I thought that. Did you watch? Did you see them? Yeah, I, I was at this game. I I think they outskated uh, Maple Grove in this game. I think their top line with um, Jibber and um, uh, Reese. And <laughs> are you going? Are you going to take this take now? What? All the funny names on on Wyzetta? Well, no, no, because Britain, Britain only got penalty minutes. You know, and and oh. Dane, Dane didn't even record a stat. Okay, Brooks, <laughs> Brooks got a couple penalty minutes. Oh, you are going on this bit. Finn, I love it. Finn scored a big goal. Finn, Dane, Reese, Jibber. I mean, Cade. God, it is. Just, Kaysen, spelled with a it's K. One of the softest sounding teams ever, and they're mean. Yeah, they are. They're <laughs> very, very good. They're I, very good. I mean, despite their, you know, but they. Lake this, Minnetonka names, you know, they I, are a good hockey team. Um, <laughs> uh, Jibber. 
Seriously. But, but Reese Wallen. That's, that's looked, actually a name. Yeah. Like, literally, yeah. Do you, do you, it's do either you, Jibber or do Madison. You, do you smash your stick on the ice and go, Jibber, Jibber, Jibber pass Jibber. me the puck. I mean, it's just. Yeah, I, I need stuff. I need a definition on that. I do too. Um, the so Reese Wallen I thought was really good, and then this freshman, Jacob Kwasnicka, is amazing. I, I, I want to hear you say that name. Come on, KV. I can say it now because you you said it, Kwasnicka. Oh, good. There's but, that that V but, that really throws you out, doesn't it? No I, BR. Or I would say like it that. was yeah. vast. Vaznica. Yeah. It's Kwasnica. Yes, he is, he is fantastic. He is, he is really good. You wouldn't be able to tell that he's a freshman out there. He and he's on the top line. He is he is solid. And he had a lot of great chances. Um and then I would say on the Maple Grove side, obviously Finn Brink looked just as good as I remember. Mm-hmm. Um Blake Steenerson might get drafted this year. He's He's the best big man I've seen yes. since Tufty. Sure. Do you get what I'm saying? Whoa. Think of a big Whoa. man that has had as much That's skill. That's a bold statement. He's meaner Damon than Gardner. He, uh, Gardner, I I didn't think that he was 6'5". He is. Yeah. He is. And I, but Steenerson's got 40 pounds, 30 pounds At on least sure. on him. And... He skates big too. Do they skate together, Steenerson and Brink? Um, not right now. I don't okay. think. Uh, Again, their lines are juggled because of injuries and goes football. Goes back to the whole Gunderson thing and football. They need know? Gunderson. Yeah. They oh, they really yeah. do need Gunderson, and it, they miss him. Yeah, I. No that was my takeaway with that. And the other thing about this team, I mean, a lot of these guys didn't get a lot of minutes last year with, you know, with Giuliani and, yep. and Nelson gobbling up a ton of minutes. So there's a lot of open ice time, a lot of open spots for Bergie to, uh, to, to pick from. So who, who performs, we'll definitely see more ice time. Um, and then the score that you've been alluding to all day is the Eastview 7 Centennial 4. Mm-hmm. And this this is an interesting score because St. Thomas and Eastview will play on Wednesday. Um, yeah. Thank you, Lord Jesus. And so we'll be able to see where Eastview really lines up. And then we'll have a, also a great understanding on Centennial as well, too. Uh, Mr. Schedule Guy, Danny, yeah. do Creighton and Eastview play this year? I don't believe so. God, no. Yeah. Normally they don't, but you no. never know. Each year you get a new little wrinkle on us. No, and I don't think that was the ads mm-hmm. on right. that. So. They do. Oh, they do. Oh, they do. Okay. Mm, so on I, January 26th. Those two guys know each other, so I didn't, I'm not not surprised coaches. that Fulton and Funk got connected okay. for a game. Yeah, and uh, I think that, too, will be a good game the way things are trending. And so I, I'm going to go to that game on Wednesday, and I'm – very interested in that as well, and a good weekend for Eastview. I think I'm going to that. I'm still trying to manage my girls, boys. Don't ask me if Tony's there, though, if you see me. <laughs> hey, is Tony here? <laughs> um, yeah, I think that if I want to go to one game, I think that's the one I want to see. Because I got four this weekend. I'm going to be the PA voice Saturday. Did you know that? What? Oh, does somebody else have responsibilities? It, Robin's gone and... Brad's doing something else. Oh, so wow. I don't know. I'm, I'm just going to say it. 
looked like yesterday. It looked like Robin was more intent on watching the the Gopher Badger game than that actually was, the, the hockey game. No, yeah, Brad, set up Brad, right there. Brad, that was bad. Yeah, there was not much focus in the box there. Yeah, that's well. I mean, less than less than normal, and normal is a low bar. Right. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, okay, let's um, go to our interview. But first, wait, wait I got yeah. one more thing before okay. the interview. Uh, speaking of which, um, Will Peterson launched his um, Up North 218 report last night. Did you guys happen to see it? I haven't watched it yet. I saw him on my Twitter scroll. You didn't watch it, though. No. You didn't stop. No. No. I Why would I? I? Why kept, would I, I? I kept going. That's not nice. You guys you gotta support <laughs> Willie P. Okay. He was without glasses. We like Willie. You know, I go, why no glasses? Yeah. Why no glasses? And he goes, you know, the glare. I didn't I didn't like the glare off of the glasses, how it looked. Mm. So I'm like, mm. all right. Okay. So Willie P is gonna be doing mm-hmm. a Tuesday, Thursday, Saturday up north report where he okay. will report on boys and girls games in as much as you can get done in under two minutes and 19 Tw- seconds. Yeah. So he'll do that. And he, he knocked it out last night. I thought he did a great job. And uh, we got a sponsor for him. Our good friend, Louie Krenzen over at Krenzen Motors, gave him a few bucks to do it and a sweatshirt and a hat. So hats off to us for all making, you know, I don't know Louie without, without Carl. We make, I don't know Willie P without all this other stuff. So we all made connections and, yeah. In so return, I, I expect my fighters to be shortly. Yes. Yeah. In return, uh, the viewers oh, get oh. more. You know, the YHH viewers get a nice, nice report on what's going on up in the two one eight. And we get a dinner at OMC Smokehouse next time I we're in town. I think we will. Yeah. I think, I think that's will. how that's Ooh, done. That place. That sounds delicious. Um, well, let's go over to our um, Summit Orthopedics interview. But first, Summit Orthopedics, Tony. 11 great locations across the Twin Cities. Uh, I had a chance to meet Dr. Eric Stromer on Friday night and did an interview with him. So cool. I, I thought it was just going to be some lame doctor, right? And I'm like, I'm going to have to do this interview <laughs> and do this stuff. He shows up and he's like, yeah, I play college hockey at St. Thomas. I play for Scrypack. And pretty soon I'm like, wait, this is going to be fun, you know? And <laughs> so we chatted for 15, 20 minutes before, this, before we got on the air and we chatted up the you know, playing at St. Thomas and what he does for a living and why it's so great. And it was really cool. And we're going to get a chance to take some of these uh, at Friday Night Ice and throughout the season, we're going to get these guys, uh, guys, men and women doctors at Summit North Peaks and get you guys to know who they are. And we're excited to uh, partner with them. They were excited about being at Friday Night Ice. He was jacked. He was like, this is awesome. This, <laughs> you know, the whole experience for kids and we're part of that for our community was exciting. So if you uh, have any acute pain, you know, joints, knees, hurt, you know, hurt player, hurt uh, weekend warrior, great place to check them out. Check them out at summitorthopedics.com. Well, thanks, Tony. Take away this interview with War Road's Jason Shagabe. Welcome to the Summit Orthopedics Player of the Week. Jason Shagabe, how you doing today, Jason? Good, how are you? Good. I'm excited to uh, knock this interview out. You're our first player interview uh, of the season. Second um, from War Road. Second from War Road. We had Grant on long ago, right? Slukinski, yes. Yes, his line mate. Do we have an all-time standings on you know, no, no team with the most interviews? You know, we should, um, we should keep track of these things. I don't know. That's a good question. That's a good question. I'd have, we have to go back and dig, but uh, World will be up there here for the next few years because I'm sure uh, you won't be the last considering 
if you look at the peewees and yeah. the bantams, right, we're very strong uh, mm-hmm. up in Hockey Town, USA right now. And part of that, a lot of it has to do with your dad and the just the dozens and dozens of volunteers who just pour in hours and hours of work. You, you, As the older you get, I'm sure you're starting to appreciate all the time and energy people put into hockey in World. Yeah. Yeah, very thankful for all that. Um, let's get down to us. Roll up your sleeves. Go back to uh, your first state championship because I'm hoping you're going to get your mm-hmm. second one this year. Um uh, PBA uh, up in Duluth, uh, you guys go on a really nice run at the end of the season, sweep through everything and win state. What was kind of your takeaway of winning state with, with your nephew uh, on the team? And mm-hmm. your, was your dad coaching? Was Michael co- – who was coach of that team that year? Uh, no, besides um, Brian, Brian, of course, but who else was on the bench? My uh, my uh, brother was – my older brother, Dane Shagaby, was an uh, assistant coach on that what? team. So, I love it. I had my brother and my and my nephew on my line, so that's pretty cool. <laughs> that is really cool. And then Brian was the coach. Was anyone yeah. else on the bench with that team? Um, such a long time ago. Yeah. Um, yes. Um, Murray Marvin's mom, mom was also on the Robin, bench. Robin, Robin, yes. right? Was Robin, on the bench? Yes. Robin oh, yeah. Was on the bench. Yeah, she's been coaching yes. for years. What? I think I, so, yeah. Oh. And she didn't even play hockey in youth. Really? She didn't, no, she played basketball. I didn't even know that. Yeah, they didn't oh. have girls hockey back in Robin's day. But, yeah, she obviously plays now as a senior but does not, did not play as a youth. So, mm. uh, so anyway. Tony's still working on the War Road family tree, Jason. Oh, I got them all. I got, I got all the <laughs> family trees. The, the Shagabe tree is uh, connected to the Oshi tree. So there's some family blood yep. there, right? Yeah, yeah, I'm cousins with Oshi with Oshi family, so yeah, oh. yeah, and and Gary Sargent. So how do you like that? Huh? <laughs> mm-hmm. Good hockey lineage yeah. there. Um, <laughs> you probably don't even know. Do you do you know anything about Gary Sargent? Anything? No, I just know that like I'm like related to him in some way. That's all I know. <laughs> he was a beast, an absolute beast, a great player from Bemidji. Jason, who do people talk about the most? As far as Warro players, who do you hear like of lore? Uh, you know, is it Brock? Is it Oshi? You know, who who Christian do they bring brothers. up the most? Um, probably Oshi because I mean, everybody knows who Oshi is. Like, Oshi was just just Oshi, I guess. Like, <laughs> he was so good, and a lot of Brock too. Brock was just so dominant in high school because he was like six three and he could skate like nothing and dangle everybody. <laughs> he was just unbelievable. Yeah. So and probably, mostly Brock and um, Oshi. And probably yeah. Gigi to some extent too, because of her. Oh yeah. Reasons, Gigi, right? Gigi a lot too. Honestly, probably Gigi the most out of. Really? I would yeah. Think. Like, yeah. Like yeah. Oh, those three are by far uh, to me the most because I'm pretty young. <laughs> It's mm-hmm. so funny, like we we sit up at the the celebrity golf, and there's Alan Hangslagum sitting there, and and you and your buddies and the girls players, they just walk right by him, and he's like one of the greatest top twenty players of all time in the yeah. state, and and he's not even the best one in this in the city's history. You know, when you think <laughs> about the Christian brothers, Henry. And, and Henry, and all everybody else, it's it's insane of how many great players have come out of there. Yeah. Um, Daddy, you got a, you want to rifle one at Jason? Okay, so Jason, I think the state knows you as one of the more creative players around the state, okay? Whether it's from your moves at the tournament or even, you know, just in the regular season. Talk about your creativity. Where does that come from? 
Um, probably mostly just watching highlights of like like Zegris and like Dad Sook. Like I watch so much Dad Sook because like my teammates like fun of me for it. Like I I don't know. I just like like to study that stuff and I just try it whenever I can. I guess. Did you did you, you do a lot of that in the uh, at the rink uh, over at the gardens? Is that where you're trying it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And how much of that is rink ratting, or are you sometimes you out there all alone too? You uh, sometimes I'm out there alone, um, but usually like if I'm going to the rink by myself, I'll invite like a buddy or two just to come like like work on one timers or whatever, just to pass around and that stuff. But. When did, when did you find Datsu? When was your first moment where you're like, I want to be that player? Uh, probably, probably when COVID first hit. Okay. When we were just shut down, like all I would do was watch hockey videos, and that's when I really started watching him. Okay. And like I know, like yeah. every single one of his videos, like the back of my hand, how much I've watched it. So it's strange though, but you had a lot of his tendencies even before the the shutdown. So it was already, I think it was kind of already in you. Did did you just think, did you do you think the game differently when, when coaches are talking to you or players are talking to you? I mean, I think that's what Danny's trying to get. Uh, do you feel like you're, because you definitely play a different style of game. It's kind of like a. It's know, more open. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, let's embarrass, we're embarrassing you. That's what we want to do. We're here to embarrass you, Jason. I, I put on two skates, Tony. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I just play the game, I guess. I don't really try to think too much. Just it's, play. It's all natural. Yep. That's it. Is there That's a move it. that you have seen Datsu make that you have wanted to make? That's a good question. Oh. Like that penalty shot where he just flips it above the oh, goaltender? Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I've tried that a couple times. Hasn't really worked, but well, well Hammer's not the yeah, person like, to try that against. Yeah. Well, yeah, no, I'm not. I didn't do it against Hammer. I did it against other people. Try Hammer on, would never work. Try it on um, Finn. <laughs> try it on Finn Hansen. I would love to see someone, you know, whitewash that kid. <laughs> I might have <laughs> that's, to. War out humor there. Sorry. Okay. Um, Carl, right, Carl, what do you got? Yeah. So. Uh, Jason, let's talk a little bit about your, your plans after high school. So, you know, you committed to UMD, which is a somewhat unique destination for a world player. Of course, your coach, Jay Hardwick, went there too. But what led you to choose the Bulldogs? Uh, I just really like it there. They made me feel like family. I felt very comfortable. I really like their coaches. They got, you know, they win. Well, uh, they're kind of struggling this year, but <laughs> they have a very, they have a winning culture. So, and it's pretty close to home. So, I just felt like that was the place I needed to go. You know, Let's talk a little bit about that that family, though, because like a bunch of your teammates are going to be players who just beat you in a state championship game. You know, we have at yeah. least three, maybe more, coming in off that Germantown team. Have you have you talked to any of them at, at all about that? Um, no, but I've I've grown up playing like summer hockey with them my whole life. Yeah. Like I'm I'm like really good friends with all of them. So they're they're they could be they're they could be my family too, even though they beat me. <laughs> <laughs> that's a good question. You know, we, we talk about that all the time. I mean, that's, that's how we first met was in summer hockey, not in winter hockey. And talk about that community buildup. You know, you, you guys are friends, you play on certain teams together, whether it's elite league or in the USHL or whatever, and you develop those friendships. But once that puck drops and you got the whole lower bowl filled, you're playing for a state title. Um, how do you kind of turn that off for two hours and then turn it back on once the game's over? Um, 
I don't really think that we turn it off. I think it just naturally happens to everybody. Like when it's game time, it's game time. Like you don't really think about who you're playing against or how much you like that person. It's just you just want to win and you want to beat them. You're, you've had a pair of line mates uh, over the years. You had Grant when you were a freshman, and you had Damon last year. Mm-hmm. Talk a bit about how those two are different or, or are very much alike to play with uh, as line mates. Um, literally both unbelievable. I mean, <laughs> they both are just so good at hockey. Um, Grant was Grant was like the best all-around player I think I've like ever played with. He He's great defensively. He could score. He could pass. He could hit because he was big too. Like he yeah. could be physical. He was. He was just a like like a perfect hockey player almost. Uh, he was just very fun to play with. And Damon, he was just he's six five. Can skate like better than anybody, and he can rip the puck. So I just gave it to him whenever I could, and he scored like ninety five percent of the time. So <laughs> I don't know. They were both just very fun to play with, and it was great. Who are you skating with this year? I'm guessing you're playing with your nephew. Who's the other lucky yeah, line mate? I'm playing with my, playing my little nephew. And then... Is it Murray? Um, Murray Marvin. Okay. Yeah, that's, Murray's my line mate. That's, that's an okay line. That's a lot of speed. Can you keep up with those two? Not really, no. <laughs> <laughs> and that's meant as a compliment. Those two can fly. They can definitely yeah. fly. So... Uh, I, well, that kind of wraps up some of the fun stuff. We're going to do some pickums. Do you want to stick around and do pickums with us? Yeah, sure. All right. All right. Uh, sure, before, sure. We, before we do that, Danny's going to read off some other games, uh, that didn't make our pick list, but they're are worth noting for our high school fans out there. Okay. There are a lot of games this week. So let me start on Monday. A lot Hol- of teams starting their season. Yeah. And yeah. then starting their season heavy, like Waro did this past week. Right. Um, Holy Family versus Edina on Monday, Tuesday, Ooh. Matamidi versus Benilde East, Duluth East versus Grand Rapids, which is normally more towards the middle of yes. the year. Yeah. Well, uh, but now they play twice. Now they play twice. Um, Fergus and Northern Lakes. Fergus didn't have a great game. weekend, no. though, but it's it should still be a good game. And they're in the same section, right? Yes, yep. that's why it's worth <laughs> noting. Um, Chanhassen and Shakopee play on Tuesday uh, as well. That's a big 2AA game. And another big 2AA game, including Shakopee, is on Thursday. They play Holy Family at Holy Family, and that's a good rivalry a really game, good game yeah. too. Um, and then Friday, Matamidi goes up to East Grand Forks. Uh, Orno plays Little Falls, so uh, they have. So a, does Montemita play EGF the day before they yeah, play Warrow? Yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah. That's, yeah. That's they get a teed grind. up. That's yeah. a grind. That Montemita mm-hmm. schedule. Yep. Yeah. yeah, and Orno has a tough week too. Oh, God, One of their games great. will be our pick'em, but Orno versus Little Falls. Moorhead comes down to the Metro. They play Andover on Friday night, and Saturday they play. Uh, Tonka. They play. Tonka, right? Yep. That's yeah, Moorhead plays Tonka. Oh, who's yeah. a harder yeah. week? Matamidi or Moorhead? Yeah, that's not ideal. Holy crap. Um, Orno also plays Alex on Saturday. Yeah, White Bear uh, plays Centennial, which is a pretty good game, too. Um, Edina mm-hmm. and Benel. Yeah, I don't think so either, Carl, but let's just, just play yeah. along. We'll, 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 let, we'll, we'll let Danny have that. Keep okay. going. Edina plays um, Benilde on Saturday night, and Wyzetta goes up to Duluth East. 
And that, well, okay, yeah. that r- wraps up everything that I have. Well, good deal. All right, let's do some pickums. Okay. Uh, you you alluded to Orno and Northfield. Uh, that's the first game. Uh, where is this game being played? Do you have that in front Yes, of you? I do have that in front of me. It will be played at Orno. I plan on being at this one. All right, I'm going to take Northfield. I've been a big Northfield guy, Class A guy, thinks that I'm, like, from Northfield or something. <laughs> so I'll go with Northfield on this one. Who do you got, Carl? I'm taking Orno, mostly because I just don't trust Tony's picks. Oh, God. The first slam of the day. All right. I, Danny? too, am picking Orno. I think Orno's strength of schedule is very, very strong this year. And, you know, they're going to come in. I, I think they're going to be prime this year. You know, flip-flop their head coaches. Yep. And I think that this is going to be truly a team to look out for in Class A, and Braid, Braid, Bradley Walker. Very good player. Very good player. All right. Uh, Jason, who do you got in this one? Uh, Orno. Orno. Everybody. I don't really know why. I just It's because I didn't pick them. Pick. I didn't pick yeah. them. That's why. Um, all right. This is a fun <laughs> one. This is a really good one. This is a, a eight single A clash. Um, I believe you played Detroit Lakes last year, didn't you? Yeah, they, they played twice. They did? Yeah, they're in the same conference, aren't they? No. Did you guys play yeah. them once or twice last year? Uh, <laughs> I think it was I just once. Hard-hitting questions again. <laughs> I, I, I think don't, it was just I, once. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. All right, uh, so Detroit Lakes uh, and Eastside. I mean, I'd like to see where you go with this one. Uh, but we don't get to pick. You, you, you go third. So, Carl, who do you got? East Grand, come on! All right, like that, Car- Danny. I saw East Grand um, play this week, um, this on Saturday, and they won both games, didn't they? They lost to Gentry. Oh, that's right. That's mm-hmm. right. Um, yeah. yeah, as you might remember from earlier, from earlier, earlier in the, the show. That's right. <laughs> you, you you will have remembered. <laughs> oh yes, yes. Um, I I wasn't one hundred percent sold on East Side, but I still take them versus DL in this game. All right. Oh, I'm dying to hear this. Yeah, one. I think I would go with. Um, Come on, I'll go with East Side too. Damn! Wow! I'm for sure, you might sucker into Detroit Lakes, <laughs> the former Jackson Panzers. <laughs> yes, um, I'm gonna go <laughs> off the board. I'm gonna take the Lakers uh, to beat East Side. Okay. There you have it. I'm different from. You guys are like chalk. Chalk? Total chalk. Okay. Chalk. That's like standard issue. Easy. All right. Uh, Danny, you get to go first on this one. Lakeville South, Kayla's squad, um, and Rogers, two top five teams. Uh, where is this one going to be played? This one is going to be played at Lakeville South, okay. um, the terrible parking lot in Lakeville. <laughs> All right. Who do you got? Um... <laughs> I'm going to go – I'll go Lakeville South. Wow. I, I will say that uh, the games that Lakeville South has played already are going to help them in this matchup. All right. Uh, Jason, who do you got in this one? I'll go with Rogers. Rogers. Now i got to agree. Have you played with... against any of the Rogers kids? Like Ronaldo. Yeah, we played Rogers last year. Yeah, and you play them yeah. this year, don't you? Oh. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> 
Probably. Okay. One game at a time, Danny. One game at a time. Yeah. This is the best pod ever. This is, great. this is the first one we've ever done Zoom. To see the look on your face is, like, priceless. I, I don't it. know. I okay. No As I look that up, um, who's going next? I'm going. So he goes Rodgers. I hate to agree with him, but I got to go Rodgers, too. So. And Carl? No. Yeah, I think we'll we'll leave Danny on an island this time. I'm going to go Rodgers, too. Yeah, they You're they don't Rogers? play um, this year. You Thank don't you. play Rogers this year. You play Wyzetta, they come up to play you. That's cool. Oh, that's nice. <laughs> <laughs> you also play Rozo. Did you know that? Yeah, do you play Rozo? You heard of those really? guys? And yeah. Thief River Falls. <laughs> <laughs> it's amazing. Moreheads on your schedule. All right, here we go. Do they have more? That's a good game. Yeah, obviously they, they're conferenced in the Mariucci. Are they? Yes. Okay, I didn't, I, Does anyone care about that conference? I do. I, I do. just don't know every team in it. So. Yeah. Yeah. All right, here we go. Uh, Founders Cup, I almost said. Uh, <laughs> uh, Champions Cup. Okay. Uh, it's an actual cup uh, made by Matt Jasper's dad, Mike. Uh, will be handed out this weekend over at Eden Prairie. We have four teams vying for the cup. Uh, Eden Prairie, Hermantown. Hill Murray, Creighton Durham Hall. The public schools play the private schools each day. Um, you get to go first, Jason. Who is going to hoist the Champions Cup this weekend? Want me to reread those teams for you? Um, yes, please, actually. Right, can you use it in a sentence, right? <laughs> All right, here we go. Eden, Eden Prairie, Hermantown, uh, Hill Murray, Creighton Durham Hall. At Eden Prairie. Um, <laughs> if that leans anything for you. I'm going to go with Hermantown. Yes. Ooh. Yes. I love it. Class A. Yeah, just picking east side in Hermantown. <laughs> I am going to go with Eden Prairie. Home ice. Get their fans there. Um, I, I'll go with Eden Prairie. Hmm. Carl. I'm going to take Hill. All right. All right. I love then I'll it. take Creighton. Got to do it. All right. I got to do it. We all have a yeah. different yeah. pick, which makes the event that much And I think Creighton has a really good shot at doing it, I think too. any team could yeah. win this thing. That's Even last year. Wide it, open. Literally, not to exaggerate this, it almost was a tie last year amongst all four teams. That's how close it was last yeah. year. So, literally, it's flip of a coin. It came down to literally the last two periods of the JV game that determined the winner. Yes. So, yeah, JV games count in this, too, but... It's I, it's program type of program. Type don't of don't program. ask Tony to explain how it works. I'm not going to explain it on the show. <laughs> it's it's math girl meme, you know, type of thing. Well, he's Jason's a golfer. Did you go to state last year in golf? Yeah, I, I made it, but I didn't go. I went to my uh, Green Bay camp instead. Oh my god, yeah. that is the most. <laughs> say you're from World without, without saying, saying you're, you're from, from World. <laughs> I made it to state in a different sport, but I, I didn't went, even go. Did hockey? Didn't even attend. Uh, I had to be my new coaches though in Green Bay. So excuses. Sure. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. All right, all right. Um, and then the last game on the list here. Oh, so the, getting back to the, the golf thing, we they each period counts as a point, so kind of like a Ryder Cup format. So as the as the 
tournament progresses, the team who wins the most periods and most games wins. So that's how JV and varsity. JV and varsity. So, uh, so after not saying how, saying he yeah. wasn't going to say how the tournament works, he has now said I, how the tournament works. Okay. Thank so, you, everybody. Now, easy. so when you show up at the Eden Prairie Rec Center or Community Center, now you know. I just put it in a capsule. That's all. There you go. All right. Uh, last one Next. I get to go first is another game. This is a class A game. Matamidi goes to the gardens yes. on that bandy rink they try to call as Olympic size up there in Warroad. Olympic plus. Uh, Olympic plus rink. Um, <laughs> and uh, they take on the Ward Warriors. And I, you know, I'm having visions of 2020 all over again. Uh, wasn't that the one where they won state? I think we're going to have a repeat of yeah. that game, mm. not the last year's game. You guys got a decent little rivalry cooking here, and you've been in all those games. What do you think? Yeah. Of, what do you think of these yeah. guys? Uh, I don't really like them, but <laughs> <laughs> well, don't worry, it. Ben Dardis isn't there anymore. Yeah, that's a big factor. Yeah. It should be an interesting team. I'll go Matamidi. How about you, Carl? I'm taking Warroad. Come on. Like you said, Dardis isn't there anymore. Oh, my God. He always exactly. does this. He always <laughs> exactly. does this. He set the table for us to go against the guest, and then he sides with the guest. All right. Do you, like, do you like Olympic size rink better or worse, Jason? I like it better. Okay. Okay. And for that, I, I have to go with Warroad as well. I, I think it favors Warroad's top player. I'm going to, like, rebel against you guys and just cut Jason off, hit the end meeting thing here, you guys. <laughs> jerks. Jason has left the meeting. Jason has left the meeting. Oh. I'm just kidding. All right, Jason, no guest has ever picked against his team. Can you be that guy? You, We called you unique. This is that guy. We called you unique, you know, creative. It would be real creative to pick against your team and show up at practice tomorrow. Come to the light. Come 19 to the other light. guys saying, yeah, I picked against us. <laughs> you can do it. You can do it. Come on, buddy. You can do I it. I don't think so, no. Do no I think we're going to win that one. No, I don't think so. I, I think so, too. Uh, I would really pick him, but I was trying to go stick with the bit, but nobody you know, no, hung, not this hung one. with me on that one. I, I like our other bit better. Yeah, there's there's a lot of good bits. There's a lot of good bits. So, hey, Jason, I appreciate you coming on, spending some time with us today. We learned a little bit more about you. Hope you enjoyed being on. And uh, for for Danny and Carl and Kayla, Awesome show. Our three sponsors, Summit Orthopedics, Jack's Cafe, and the Red and Blacks Leagues. We couldn't do it without you. We'll see everybody around the rink. Love is a burning thing.